record an episode. I've been going through different different topics this week in my head and thinking about what to talk about. And I thought about talking about something really simple. Something really simple. And that being the energy that we invest in something is the energy we can expect to get back. So I'd like to use the example of a tree, like when you, when you plant, not just any tree, but when you plant a, say a fruit tree, this is a common uh, uh, Buddhist analogy that, that comes up again and again, but it, it makes complete sense to me. If you plant apple seeds in the ground, an apple tree is going to grow from those seeds. If you plant pear seeds in the ground, pears are going to grow from a pear tree, right? So it's not possible to plant apple seeds and get pear seeds or plant apple seeds and get, um, I don't know, get pineapple or something. You know, it's, it's just not going to happen. There's, there's certain laws or laws to reality of, of, of this physical reality that that uh, won't allow that to happen. It's just uh, not possible. And if I'm, I'm going to switch a little bit to physics now and um, quote uh, Isaac Newton, who you know his his uh, third law of motion states that for every action there is an equal and opposite reaction. So when you say hit a golf ball, the action you're putting into it is the force behind the swing of the club. And as soon as that force touches or hits the, the golf ball, then that the, the equal amount of force is be, it's being transferred or translated into the golf ball and the reaction being the golf ball going flying off into space. So, why I wanted to talk about that and bring that physical element into it is to give some concrete examples, some, some solid examples of basically cause and effect. You know, it, you can't, again, you cannot plant something of a certain quality. You cannot invest a certain energy of a certain quality and expect a different energy to come back to you. And you may be wondering why this is important, especially why is this important to, to learning how to live more authentically or just to um, live a life with, with more well-being and, and happiness. And I, I had a lot of time trying to work this out and I think I was really trying to get to the roots of, of this principle when really I think it's so simple that I was missing it all the time. 
but I'd like to talk about it today because it it has an effect on your experience in the world. It it actually shapes what shapes the experiences that you will have. If if you invest more of your energy into negativity, uh, jealousy, anger, fear, though you will you will be experiencing those things in and around you more and more. Essentially, you're you're creating that reality with the energy you're you're putting into those those thoughts or those feelings, or uh, it could even be a relationship. With someone else, you could be uh, focused more on on jealousy or on comparison with the other person, um, or insecurity or anxiety of not being good enough for that that other person. And when there's energy going into these things, they will give you returns, just like a an investment in a company or a business. If you invest a certain amount of money in a company, you, you'll get returns from that company. And depending on what type of company that is, you'll get the returns from whatever that company is producing. So, okay, before it gets too complicated, because I can't overcomplicate things, the amount of money you put in and into what you put in will dictate the returns. So taking it back to a real example of, of, of how we relate to others, if I'm in a relationship with someone and I, and I invest a lot of my energy and attention into uh, anxiety and um, my feelings of vulnerability, my fear of, of commitment or something like that, then those those areas will become more prominent in that relationship, right? Because I'm, I'm basically feeding them with my energy. I'm, it's as simple as that. I'm feeding them. Like, so I plant, I plant an anxiety seed and I'm like, okay, it's planted. This is all subconsciously, of course. It's planted and now I'm going to water it. I'm going to water this seed. Like with, with every time I pay attention to it and I think about it and I, and I give it uh, the space and the energy and my focus, it will generate thoughts and feelings of more anxiety and it will grow and grow and grow. And the more you feed it, the more you dwell on it, the more you think about it, the more your reality will become filled with anxious experiences. So I've got a bit of a story myself about how I how I chose to to water um, these specific seeds, not the anxious seeds, but other seeds, and it was a time in university, and I was studying. I was doing a course in in filmmaking, and it was the the final year, and the whole time I was at university studying this course, there was this drive in me to make the absolute best possible films I could make. But it just so happened that in order to make a film and a good one, you need a team to make that with. So often the, the projects and the assignments were done in groups, which was cool. I like group, group projects. 
but these groups didn't sort of work out the way I wanted it to. For the final project and the final film, which I'd written the script for, I I was tasked with a team that uh, the the editor had never used an editing program before. The director didn't really want to be there and the filmmaking uh, course wasn't even her main uh, focus in studies. And there were a few other people who didn't really kind of fit my image of what a final year project team should be, who I should be working with. So I had this team and all I saw was people who didn't know what they were doing. And that's all I chose to focus on. I didn't choose to think... I was so focused on trying to succeed and trying to make something of this project, trying to get some recognition from the teachers and the other students for making an amazing film, that I was so single-mindedly looking at just one channel, one path I could take to get there. But the feeling that really stayed with me over the duration of this of my studies, I realised was actually kind of a dark, angry energy. And I was surprised when I realised that this was actually going on for me because I'd always thought of myself as a positive, positive person. And I thought, how have I become so angry and so intolerant? And, I th- and only just now, uh, even just preparing some short notes on what I was going to talk about today, I remembered this, this story and I realized I was investing negative energy into my experience at university, into this filmmaking course. I, I didn't know I was doing it, but I was doing it nonetheless. And my time there, it sort of just reflected my attitude. I planted these seeds of incompetence and intolerance and look at what I got, I get, a, I get a team of people who are exactly what match that criteria. So, and I know in other parts of life when I've been remained open and adaptable to the moment and sown seeds of openness and, and kindness and just, just listening with no, with no gain in, in mind, then the experience is completely different. They're, they're, they're inseparable. The energy you invest and, and the experiences you have, are it's an inseparable dynamic. So going back to the fruit tree, you plant an apple tree, you're going to get an apple tree. You plant a fig tree, you're going to get a fig tree. You plant a poison cactus, uh, pineapple, hibiscus tree, you're going to get a poison pineapple, hibiscus tree. This is I'm really getting basic here. And um, I hope I haven't sort of overly confused my message because it really is so simple that it's it's easy to miss. We always have a choice in what kind of energy we want to invest, whether it be positive energy, negative energy, or no energy at all. And depending on which energy we invest, if we invest positive energy and time, it's that those are the dividends we are going to receive. 
going taking an investment analogy, we invest positive energy, we invest acceptance, compassion, kindness, listening, openness, caring, we invest connection, energy into a relationship or just hanging out with a friend and listening to their stories, that friend will feel that energy and not be unaffected by it. They'll either let you know in the moment, wow, it's so nice to hang out with you. This is, it's so great that we can share these things or something like that. Or they'll go away and tell other people about you and be like, wow, what an amazing person. And, but this is another little point I want to get across is that I thought, okay, cool. I'll, I'll invest these certain positive energy things so I can get positive energy back. But I found that that slows things down a bit because I'm using the interaction as a means to an end to get something for myself again. But when I'm just giving out positivity and, and, and kindness and compassion as often as I can, what comes back is, 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 is all of the same. And, but it seems to happen faster somehow. I can't really explain that. I wish I could. Maybe I'll investigate that a bit further. I don't know how I'm going to come up with an answer to that. But when I'm investing energy and I'm not thinking about what I'm going to get in return, it's just this authentic uh, openness or compassionate listening or whatever it might be, then usually those are the most powerful um, moments of, of investment, of, of, of giving. And people feel those the strongest. There's a few places that we can invest energy. And the two most common ones I can think of are, are in relationships with other people and also the relationship with ourself. Again, we're coming back to the self-relationship. No surprise there. And you can you basically invest energy in a number of ways, but the type of energy you invest depends on your intention. So if you intend if your intentions are good and you would like you would like openness and kindness, then your in, your intentions and your actions will will reflect that. If your intention is to get something from someone any way you can, then your actions will reflect that. And that intention feeds so that those actions carry the energy of that intention and will again uh provide you with certain results. You may get what you want in the moment, but the person you've gotten the thing from with the intention of just getting it from them, they will feel that. And they might say, hey, why are you being such a dickhead? Just chill out. Or why didn't you just ask for that? Why are you being so so sneaky or so passive aggressive? And then maybe that's a bit of a wake up call. Maybe that's a bit like, oh, right. What was I doing? And then maybe you realize you've had this you know, just this desire to, to, to get something, but we can invest this, this positive energy into ourselves and those around us. And both will generate positive experiences for ourselves and others. Uh, 
I can't walk around abusing everyone and expect to be treated kindly and for everyone to look at me as as a uh, as a good guy. It just doesn't work that way. I'm planting seeds of anger and and abuse. So people are going to respond in kind. But there is an exception to that. When someone comes to us with a problem, then we can we can respond positively, negatively or neutrally, and you can actually diffuse or or change the path of someone else's negativity by choosing what energy you're going to react with. And so this is a pretty amazing thing to do. Um, People might just see it as, oh, that person's being really diplomatic or really um, staying out of it. But it's very, very powerful because it's basically removing the, the fuel from the negativity for the other person. And in some ways, this negativity is looking for it's looking for someone else to keep feeding it this similar negative energy. It's looking for her, it's looking for an investor, basically. That's basically all I wanted to get across. And why I think it's valuable for for everyone to remember is that sometimes we're unaware, just like I was back in uni, of when we're investing negative energy. And wondering why everything is so shit around us, why everything is so feels so um, hostile and why we feel so vulnerable, it can often be because, almost always, because we, we haven't been investing this positive energy outwardly. And look, I'm not saying that we always need to do this because there are times, there are ups and downs in life. So there are times when you don't have the capacity to be like, Hey, I'm I'm feeling great and I'm going to just be happy for the rest of my life. Absolutely not. Even though I practice this as much as I can, that does not mean you escape the ups and downs of life. So, this was a pretty spontaneous um episode. I did go a little bit all over the place. Um there was something just telling me to just sit down and hit record and 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 let it come out. I'm still very much finding my my uh, workflow with these podcasts, and and um, it, it's it's hard because structure is good. This is actually another episode I'm going to talk about in the future. I tend to put too much structure on things too early on, and I shut down my authentic flow because of this structure. I think structure. I need structure. I need to have a specific date, a deadline, a schedule when everything is done by, but sometimes that can go against my authentic flow and block it and stop it before it's even had a chance to come out and flow. So um, I'm, I'm working the balance between spontaneous expression and structure. Hopefully in 20 episodes from now, uh, you know, I would have progressed and you wouldn't be hearing such a uh, all over the place episode, but I think for today, this has been good. But hey, if you really enjoyed this episode, let me know via the contact page, or um, you can connect on Facebook, Twitter, 
Um, all those links are in the uh, in the sidebar of the website, beersforbeing.com. And looking forward to uh, seeing you again in the next episode. Thank you, everyone, and have a great day. Thank you.